1: And may the works this day be of the highest good for all present and those listening, so mote it be. The circle is cast.
3: Learn to do common things uncommonly well. We must always keep in mind anything that helps fold the dinner pail is valuable. Welcome to Shadow Sundries 4, the 117th episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of 19th century agricultural scientist, George Washington Carver. Thanks to Velocity Rose for our intro music. You can find more of their work at velocityrose.com. You may call me Ode.
1: You can call me Carr. I'm Ode's father. Merry Meat. My name is Gwen Ode's mother and George Washington Carver. Yeah. But that's a, that is a great quote. I thought
3: it was good. I was like, yeah, that's. That is
1: very, like, very yeah, good. Just like take pride in doing something like. That people think of as,
3: you know, ordinary, unremarkable. unremarkable. Yeah. Just take pride every, in doing that just extremely
1: well. Just so like doing, making beer. Exactly. And yeah. Meat, or yeah. growing yeah.
2: herbs right. yeah. that yeah. you can then make yeah.
1: into. Into tea. <laughs> <laughs> wow hint hint
3: hint 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 about what our shadow sunbirds will be that's tonight. right <laughs> all right we have some housekeeping let's start with the housekeeping car is gonna cheat car is gonna let his phone read the names of all our patrons
4: hi Laura Corvis, malix megan megan Sokolo, michael adenisio rebecca hillman Rhonda graham shokora soror calf squiggy the dre 8d tiffany vivian armstrong zacchaeus hunters air Alyssa Addy, Anonymous, Amy Martin, Andy Olson, Beck Blackwell, Benjamin Walburn, Blondie, Briar Aldridge, Brittany, Cara B. Carly Hodges, Charles Howison, Cosmic Rose, Dahlia Darge, Darby Lockridge, David Dashifun Keys, Elfwert, Emily Hall, Emily Miller, Emily Suchadolski, Finn Odinson, Haley Findlay, Heather Nunley, Hojin Ko, Indigo, Jenny, Jax, Jace Helmer, Jen, Jeremiah Keel, Jessica Glazebrook, Jessica Jones, Juniper Shadowcat, Katie Goodmote, Keelan Casey, Ken Hub, Kimberly Lockaby, La Petite Pojan, Laura Loki, Loriana Lee Knapp, Meg Parks, Megan Kipper, Megara, Melissa Gerben, Melkor, Meredith Kenton, Misha Magdalene, Nadia Ratchford, Owls Perch, Pablo B. Fodor, Ray Lathrop, Rhiannon M., Gray, Rochala and Das Vied, Rana, Ryan Hopkins, Sarah Mims, Serentho Danson, Scooby, Selkie Sow, Shannon Bedner, Sean the Heathen Hedge Witch, Shelia Bond, Silken Fern, Sky Poi fair Sloth, Sprouty, Stephanie W. Stevie Thompson, Tanya mcquilliam The Pirate Cove, The Sugar Maple Seder, Yushi Ursa, Victoria Sounds, Jimena Cocora, Leopards, Akaneko, Chris Calibri, Dakota Wilkett, Ellen Veals, Foxchild, Gemma Atkinson, Kimberly Squeaky Reynolds, Lauren Faithful, Mackenzie Boyer, N A S M R, Robin Archer, Tigers, Ardoran Summit, Kristen Gill, Crystal Putinan, Elaine Glantzberg, Alora Driver, Jim2Snakes, Nick's Falling Leaf, Tree Wizard Creations, Panthers, Ali Robinson, Elizabeth Bull, Jaguars, Amanda Hicks, Justin Stanage, Kelly Burt, Kirsten Ray, Special Thanks, Kirsten Zacharias who donated a mic to us. If you would like to join our friends above please click the link and join our pride. that was actually quite efficient uh
3: kind of a mixed bag it got some of the ones you usually get right wrong and some of the ones you usually get get wrong wrong, right (laughs) some more housekeeping to do oh my god all right so uh, talk about the things we do
2: (laughs) so every sunday at two o'clock when gwen reminds me (laughs) <laughs> uh, I do a Zoom call that has no meaning and no anything. We just all show up and talk about whatever.
1: No purpose, no,
2: no purpose. No topic. Just
1: to get together.
2: Just to get together, and it's a blast. Uh, today, we talked about a lot of uh, English-Scottish beers because mm-hmm. we had somebody from England on.
1: Oh, how wonderful. To, to consult.
2: To consult, yes. Cool. Telling us about beers we can't get here in the States. It was great. So every other Tuesday, so not tomorrow... Right. But the next, the next Tuesday. But it's the next Tuesday after that. And it's th- called Three Pagans on Tap. You can find it on YouTube and or Facebook. And it is myself, Sarinth Odinson and Malik Odinson talking about... Uh, liquors and beers and all kinds of stuff. Assorted and alcohols. Assorted alcohols and how they uh, reflect on our given paths
1: and how they're made. Yep.
2: And the next one is going to be divination by beer foam. <laughs> so feel free to join us for that
1: on uh, Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern. I do a short meditation, unless it's election week when I'm too stressed to do anything. Mm-hmm. Just lead a short 20 minute meditation, and it's going to be it's on Facebook live through the group, that kind of thing. There okay. you go. That's what I do. And do you then do anything extra? I don't
3: do anything except currently run the Yule. If you want to join that, which is the Pride Secret Santa, you can go to tinyurl.com backslash three pack yule. That's three P A A C Y U L E and sign up there. We have 82 people currently. Wow. Signed up for the Yuling.
1: Amazing.
3: December 4th is when entry to the Yuling closes. By December 5th, you will be paired up with a partner. You will send gifts to each other. The rules are there on the Google form. If you cannot get a gift to your partner in the mail by December 15th, you need to let me know by December 15th you let me know on December 16th, you will be banned from the Yuling moving forward because we've had several people who did not receive a gift from their partner and I wasn't made aware that that problem was going to exist. So I wasn't able to fix things for them and that was disappointing. Mm -hmm. So there's no shame if circumstances arise such that you cannot get a gift in the mail by December 15th, but you do need to let me know by December 15th, if you have been unable to get your
1: gift in the mail. And
2: that's if you right. let them know on December 16th, then there is shame involved.
1: Yes. Well, and a there's really a band, large sure. band hammer. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it's it's a wonderful experience for those people who do participate. Mm-hmm. I am going to suggest if you are thinking of making something for whoever you're partnered for, get everything, like get a plan, get it in mind what you want to do so that when you uh, receive the information about your partner, you can start making it right away. Yep. Because that. That is probably what causes some of the delay. The delay sure.
3: Do do the parts that are generalized yeah. early. Yep.
1: <laughs> exactly. Get it get it almost complete and then you can add Personalize. And then you can personalize. It also you do not have to spend a fortune. No. Actually no. The, uh, the, the recommended is amount is $5. $5. Yeah. That's right. 5 so. USD.
3: Reminder that the Pride's listenership is international. I try to pair people up within the same country, but that is not always possible. So you may be paired with someone who's not in the same country with you and this can ensure shipping costs. So that is something to keep in mind. If you get paired with someone and you can't afford shipping costs to their country, again, just let me know by December 15th and arrangements will be made.
2: That's right. What if the greatest tabletop hero you ever played turns out to be yourself? In Vector, Attack of the Meta Pirates, move beyond imagination as Captain Vector and his Meta Pirates do battle from game world to world, following players from setting to setting in an attempt to enter the real world. Will you help Captain Vector in his Pinocchio-like quest to enter the real world or stop him from becoming a living nightmare? Only you can decide. Vector, Attack of the Meta Pirates, can be purchased on drivethroughrpg.com on a pay what you want basis.
1: That was a good as hell read. That was awesome. <laughs> I think that's the best I've heard you do with the the, with the whole vector, yeah, vector that one was, voice. That one was choice. It was.
3: But I think that's all the housekeeping.
2: So now we get to introduce Crystal mm-hmm. of Apothecary Tees.
3: Hello. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. Long time <laughs> listeners may remember that we used to try to pronounce your last name and that we don't do that anymore. So would you like to say how to pronounce your last name?
0: Finally. <laughs> It's actually my husband's last name, so I did I did take his name when we got married. It's uh, Finnish background. U is silent. The T is kind of soft, so it's potent. 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 Okay,
2: I'm yes. just saying, Crystal from Apothecary Trees. You know, <laughs> is that's okay.
0: That's okay. okay. <laughs> my side of the family still doesn't even try, so don't worry. <laughs> I think you've done poutine, poutine, poutine. Yeah. 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 One of my doctors, actually, he would uh, come and he's like, oh, it's my French fry girl. <laughs> it's, <his name. laughs> it's like
1: I do not think that means what you think it means. But that's You're I'm right. <laughs> so first of all,
3: I'm going to make a general announcement to Crystal and the Pride that I'm sorry that Crystal's commercials haven't been being read recently because somehow they fell off my list of commercials, even though Crystal has been on the tier of patron that gets commercials this entire time. So you can look forward to future
1: Apothecary Tees commercials. We apologize for that. I didn't even realize that it happened. <laughs>
0: That's okay. I honestly, I, I was kind of like, I wonder if it's just because like there were only two of us at the very beginning and I got like so many. I don't know. It's it's honestly it's okay. It's purely an accident. It was just two in
2: the very beginning because we only did two episodes a month. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we apologize for that error. We will make sure that you get your commercials. Your your appropriate
3: place in the rotation. Appropriate
1: place. Crystal,
3: you start with the opening question.
2: Uh, I'm gonna pay attention to Ode.
3: Uh-huh. Make sure
2: you get this right because you've been I know. Defamlyfied.
1: I've been defamified <laughs> a couple of times. So to be fair, you defamilified me. I did, but you earned your place back with dip. I did. Yes. And that's a, a that's a dinner thing. <laughs> yeah, not, not. Not a little pinch. <laughs> not a little pinch between the cheeky
3: gums. Not tobacco. No. No. Not too uh, a tobacco. N- nor the um. Oh God, what was it? Who framed Roger Rabbit with the? Oh, yes. that dip. The dip.
2: The dip into, yeah.
3: yeah they, and not fun dip. Not fun dip. Yeah. yeah. A no. dinner. A dinner this type is, of dip. It's actually, a taco dip. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. In this very chaotic interview, your first question is, what is your pagan path and how did you start it?
0: Ta-da! <laughs> uh, my pagan path is I'm going to say it's pretty eclectic, I guess, from the start, but now I'm pretty solidly a green or a kitchen witch. Woot woot. I started, well, the, my first exposure to paganism was actually I was in middle school. A friend of mine's mother was pagan and I was over at their house and she was in the backyard and she was doing a ritual and she's like, "Oh, you're just to like, come over and sit down with me." And I was kind of like, "What is happening?" <laughs> like, there's all these candles and like she's got a knife and <laughs> it's all looks very spooky, right? You know, somebody had never been exposed to it before. Um, and then you know she explained it to me and everything. So later on, um, as I got older, I. Rewind. I was (laughs) a Lutheran as a child and then we moved around a lot and so we lost our connection with our church. After I had that experience at my friend's house um, I kind of was like you know the church really isn't my place for the place for me so you know what was this thing and it it definitely felt a little bit more ritualistic but like a little bit more laid back so let me look into that and I eventually um, about 13 years ago last month did my first self-dedication.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Uh, I I did a little happy dance. I was like thirteen years. That's got to be special, right? <laughs> and then in between there, I had I was solitary for quite some time. And then I did end up finding coven to join. Um, it was a tiered, degreed coven. Um, I obtained a second degree within that coven before it eventually disbanded. and then after that, uh, I did take a break for a while, and then found my way back. And now I'm very solidly back on the path. And very happy to be there. Excellent.
3: That coven that you were part of, was that a Wiccan coven or like an eclectic coven?
0: They said, yeah, they were said they were an eclectic coven, but it was very structured, very, um, Alexandrian. I think, Mm -hmm. um, it it was, it didn't follow all of the same rules, but it did borrow a lot of those rules. So
3: on a, one of the more formal systems
0: Yeah. And at first I really liked it because, you know, in school I've always been like, you got to have your work done by here. And, you know, you've finally reached this degree. But then after a while, I'm like, can I just do what I want to do? Like, (laughs) I have to.
1: Now you said you were raised in the church. How did your, did you come out to your parents or?
0: I came out halfway. (laughs) So my father's side of the family doesn't know. Um, They're very conservative and I probably would never hear the end of Criticism for the rest of my life. My mother's side; she was the one that actually, honestly, took us to church. Mo- this is I love this story. So my mom was the kind of person who she, all of her friends were at the church, and she ran the Bible school, and she was very into church. And I was at her house during Christmas one year, and we were decorating, and she started giving me the tasks of setting up all of her nativity scenes.
2: Mm. She had.
0: A lot of the nativities and she's like okay you put this one up now you put this one up i'm like why are you giving me all of the nativity scenes are you doing this on purpose <laughs> <laughs> uh so finally i i sat her down and i said mom i have to tell you something and she's like what and i go mom i'm pagan and she's like <gasps> like she just screams <laughs> and she's like i just i fear for your eternal soul oh no <laughs> I just lost it. Like I couldn't. I just couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, Mom, it's okay. It's not that bad. And then we started talking about it, and um, eventually, uh, about a couple months later, she comes up to me and and we we met because she lives a little further away from me. She's like, So I did more research into that pagan thing, and I think I think I want to join you. And I think that's what I've been looking for. Oh wow! Surprise! What? Surprise, <laughs> yeah, <Mom>? surprise. <laughs> So, um, and this was during the time that I was part of that coven and I was in my second degree and a part of the second degree was that you started mentoring initiates and my mother became one of the initiates.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Does she, she still follow the oh, yeah.
0: Yes, she does. Oh, yep.
1: that's wonderful. That's
3: How the cool. turntables, I could not have predicted yeah. this when yeah. you started the story.
1: She screamed. Right? <laughs> over an activity, uh-huh. and be, eventually <laughs> and became, a became a pagan. A pagan. That's, that's like yep. very
2: cool. I don't think that would happen with my mother.
1: I would be very deeply surprised. Very yet. deeply, <laughs> surprised. Yeah, no, that's very cool. That's cool. Chema says, uno, reverse. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you can never guarantee or gauge how someone's going to react, even if their first reaction is not what you were hoping for you know exactly
0: (laughs) exactly sometimes
1: if they do their own research they realize oh hey they may not become pagan but they Mm -hmm. realize hey this isn't so weird it's not so scary Mm -hmm. you know it's it's just another spiritual expression and spiritual path so
0: absolutely yeah Yeah. crystal
3: i think that is my favorite story of someone telling their parents (laughs) they're pagan ever (laughs) because it has such a like an uplifting ending
1: yeah yeah it is great it's very. We we love your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think she listens. I I know I've told her several times. I'm like, mom, there's this podcast. You have to listen. And I think every time she goes, what's a podcast? Oh,
1: <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Fair enough.
0: So, what is it that you make? I make hand blended loose leaf teas. So there's a a bunch of different varieties that I work with. So tea, in a sense, is usually considered just leaves that come from the Camellia sinensis plants. However, I do offer herbal um, options as well. Um, And then I I do have them orthodox, which is just like unblended, untouched, unflavored but um, I love to blend them. So um, I, more of my teas are blended than not.
1: And you make wonderful tea blends. Mm-hmm. Now, may I ask, how did you get involved in making tea to the point where you enjoyed it so much, you created a business?
0: So it started one day, a friend and I had gone to a local tea shop. Um, it was my first interaction with a loose leaf tea. And I got really excited because they had one that was rose flavored and it had rose petals in it. And I was like, yes, I love rose flavored things. So I got it and I remember drinking it and going just not enough rose in here <laughs> it needs more rose and uh the friend was a co-worker and I would complain about it all the time so it was the tea that I had brought to work. I was like I just wish I had more rose I just wish it had more rose and so eventually she, she just found culinary rose petals bought them and brought them to work and said shut up <laughs> put your own rose petals <laughs>
1: make your own. I was like,
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I could make teas the way I want to make teas. And then I started doing that. And eventually my husband was like, you know, you could like sell these. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, but I don't like being a salesperson. So no. And then after a while talking about it, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll give it a try. You know, and now I just love doing it.
1: Well, you, we certainly love everything that we've yes. had the opportunity to try. The Herbalist we have, Shield. Yes, we've
0: spoken before about Herbalist oh Shield. Oh my
1: gosh, it, it got us through a, a winter, mm-hmm. you know. And of course, the elderflower we Also, it love. just tastes good.
3: It's it very rare to get like a, a tea that's like an immune boosting tea that tastes
0: good. It, but herbal yeah. Shield
1: actually does taste it good. It does. It tastes very
0: good. Oh, glad you like it.
1: You obviously, you put together these blends. What is your process when you're, what is your, are you thinking when you create a blend? Obviously no secrets. No.
0: No, no secrets. (laughs) Uh, There are two schools of thought that I usually follow. One is a tea that has a purpose, uh, like the Herbalist Shield. I knew I wanted to create an immune boosting tea, but I also, every tea that I make, it's not just an immune boosting tea. It's immune boosting tea that tastes good. I always have that that goal in mind when it comes down to it because hey it might be healthy for you but she's like crap like why would you drink it exactly. you know yeah <laughs> I start with an ingredient. so the base of the herbalist shield that I initially thought of was the echinacea root which is really great for immunity um, so then I kind of built the flavors around it I knew cam- I knew I wanted to make it a caffeine-free one uh, so then I used the chamomile as a base and then I kind of figured the echinacea is a very earthy flavor and the chamomile is a little bit more of a light flavor. What can I put in there to kind of bridge the two together and the ginger and the lemon? The second school of thought is um, either a story or a reaction or an emotion that I'm thinking of, like the Persephone's Descent, which is a a recent one that I just made. So that one, I kind of always get this impression that like she didn't want to go. So she had these pomegranate seeds, but now she's like falling in despair into Hades and Uh, So I started with the smokier black tea and then the pomegranate and the hibiscus, which is like a little bit of the fruity pomegranate flavor with the ginger and the rosemary, which remind me a little bit of like the going through the earth down into the underworld kind of story.
1: That's very good. We have Persephone's descent. Yes, we do. It's very, very good.
0: I like that idea of creating the tea
1: by telling a story with Mm -hmm. the components. That's very cool. That's very cool. I forget. Do you explain that story? On your on your website or on the tea bag itself or your, a little slip of paper that you send with the tea or...
0: <laughs> You know that would be a really great idea. <laughs> um, I think on the website, the uh, description talks a little bit about it, but I don't have like the whole like story that went through my mind on there. Anymore. You might
1: consider it because that that just kind of adds a depth and definition mm-hmm. to the experience of drinking that tea.
0: Yeah, no, I agree, I definitely should.
2: With our meads at my brewery, we're actually including QR codes on mm-hmm. all of our products that people can scan with their phone, and it'll take them to our website where Ode will have written.
3: Yes, uh, I've written about half a dozen so far <laughs> that I still have to send to you.
2: Um, that will actually, you know, explain what the what the name means of it, what the story, what is, the behind story is behind it, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it would have a it has our barcode on it so people can. Scan, scan it, it and, <laughs> and sell it. But then it also has that QR code so that they can actually find out all find out all about it.
3: So. and Gray says, oh shit, the QR thing is cool as fuck.
0: <laughs> so no pressure. That's a really cool idea, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Something to, at expanding your, your to, range of well, offerings.
1: And also just to add to the experience mm-hmm. of drinking that tea because you might drink Persephone's Descent and think, you know, a little bit about mythology. But when you explain- right, and, and like
3: the pomegranate part- Is easy. Like everyone understands the pomegranate part, I think. But it's like the hibiscus stuff and the rosemary stuff and all that kind of like what the thought process was that went into it. I think
1: that's really cool. That's really cool. And it really does add that depth of emotion. I like it. Yeah.
2: And also for anybody who would pick up your tea randomly somewhere or Mm -hmm. somebody from somewhere else sends them some because they wanted them to try it. And they don't know anything about it. Having a QR code on there is an easy scan for them to get right to your website. Mm-hmm. They read about that particular tea, but then they're on your website, yeah. so it gives them a chance to jump around and look at other stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now with that unsolicited.
2: Advice. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, no, we we're take all it. doing it.
3: Yep. <laughs> I started
2: it's, it's it. It's what I do.
3: <laughs> We've done that in every interview. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But like, here's how you could. <laughs> yeah.
1: how many different blends. Do you have? Oh uh too many to count.
0: I am not certain <laughs> at this time because um, I'm working on so many new ones that I can't remember what's published and what's not published
3: <laughs> <laughs> which which are the secret
1: teas the secret tea?
3: I honestly can't count that's okay.
1: That's okay. <laughs> okay. you lot. have a variety. you have a variety that's that's what we'll say. Mm-hmm. We highly recommend your business. Yes definitely. yeah, absolutely.
3: I've liked everything I've gotten from Apothecary
0: to I have mm-hmm. 20 currently. Oh, 20.
1: My question is, um, have you done any kind of study in herbalism to guide you as you're creating your blends? Or are you just kind of self-study, just trying to figure out how the blends work that you like? Did you decide to do any additional study?
0: I have done a little bit on my own. I would like to do like an actual course on herbalism and actually go delve deeper into that. Mm-hmm. Mostly when it comes to the, the intention teas, the ones that are meant for something, they're ingredients that I've done research on on my own, but I haven't done like an overall study of anything yet. Very cool. So you're kind of self-taught. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> truth, the truth be told, many are. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually no certification for herbalism. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're good. And your, your teas show- Yeah, the proof the, is in the tea, as the, it were. The proof is in the tea. Exactly.
0: I'm what they call YouTube certified.
1: (laughs) Amazing.
3: Fair enough. So how would you suggest that people sort of interact between their practice and your product? Like how do the people bring tea into their pagan lives? Mm
0: -hmm. I use tea in my practice um, in so many different ways. The easiest one is for meditation. um, And that one is, is, practice worldwide, obviously most well known in Japan for their tea ceremonies and the, and the meditations that follow. So for that, uh, a recommendation maybe for um, a tea for that would be a green or an herbal. And then additionally, I do use tea in spell casting. When it comes to that, I'll make the tea and then I'll let it kind of infuse in the spell and then I'll brew it when it comes time for me to release that spell.
1: That's very clever. Yeah. I like that. That's very cool.
3: And I know a lot of people, myself included,
1: offer tea to ancestors and to mm-hmm. gods for various purposes mm-hmm. as well. And I, I like to use uh, tea when I'm meditating yeah. as well. as it's, it's a great way to actually connect with the plant spirit that you want yeah. to work with. Like for instance, if you want to work with mint or chamomile, you know, you can take a, make a tea out of that individual herb or plant that is, you edible, <laughs> meditate on that plant spirit while you're, you're sipping that While tea. you're ingesting. hmm It's actually very meaningful. Neat. I don't drink enough tea. That's true. That's true. I, I used to
2: drink a lot of tea, but just not stopped. anymore. Yeah, just I don't know drinking why. drinking the tea. I don't even drink coffee that much anymore.
1: No, you really it's very don't. very weird. So does anybody have any questions in the Discord? uh
3: and Gray asks if you have an ancestor-themed blend.
0: I don't currently. um That is actually... A, a theme that I've been kind of playing with something as an offering to the ancestors, um, something you can share with them because tea, sh- like sharing a cup of tea is so integral into the customs of tea that I I figured it was a really great idea to work around with, but I haven't quite nailed down the ingredients for something like that yet. Okay,
3: cool. well, well, we'll keep an eye out and hope that uh, something like that comes in the future because that does sound very cool. Yes,
0: yep. it does. An uh,
3: offering tea. I mm-hmm. like that.
2: I do want to say before we get too far along here is that Crystal does have a Tea of the Month Club mm. and would be a huge great idea for people to join. Crystal has two different versions, like a six month version and a one year version.
3: Yep. Yeah. I could really get something out of. Yep. Um, and and Gray actually asks if you have a plan to make any shorter subscriptions, like a month by month.
0: I'm actually working on integrating um, an, a system into my website in which uh, you can pay per month. So you could make it however long or short your stop or start We want. Currently, I only have the six and the 12 months because they're pay in full. Subscriptions mm. right now, but eventually I will have the pay per month ones.
1: Cool, very cool. Ryan and Grace says, "Yay!" <laughs> have you considered doing a subscription <laughs> box? Because that's, um, you know, I mean, I know this is a is a tea of the month, but is this like they get one tea, or is this a subscription where they get several teas? One, one tea.
0: It's just one tea. It's a one uh, three ounce pack of tea, mm-hmm. um, and then once during your your duration. Um, and then we kind of like play around when that will be, uh, you do get like a surprise box, which comes with, it can be a mug, it can be a different kind of infuser. It'll be a couple other samples in there as well. Tea towels, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you get the one per month and then surprise, you have like a bunch of really cool stuff.
3: Have you ever considered doing mix requests? Like someone requests a mix based on a specific myth deity or some such. Yeah. I guess the question is custom blend.
0: Custom blends. Absolutely. I'm always up for um, a request or like if there's a specific ingredient that you're looking for that I don't have in any of my teas. Um, I think it's I've had a few people actually request something like that. And then I just like have a lot of fun with it and then go from there. Um, I did do I don't have it promoted anywhere on the website, but a friend of mine was getting married and she was having a tea party for her bridal shower. And so I created uh, two blends, uh, one for each of the each of the brides and so they kind of requested their their own kind of flavor and then for the bridal shower they had the tiny little cork jars if you'd ever seen me in one of my vendor events one of my signatures is that people can smell my tea through the cork jars glass jars so I had like several little jars of their two different custom blends set up so that their guests could take them home with them. Well, that's cool. That's very neat. Yeah. I'd also like to throw out there, I do have some interesting things in the pipeline, some interesting, cool things coming up. I will have some tea themed merchandise, um, including like t shirts, tea towels, some drinkware with art that was created in collaboration with another pagan friend. So I'm going to do a little shout out. Uh, her name is Lauren at Starkeeper Illustrations. She's been working on some art for me, and I'm really excited to launch that. I think it'll be really cool. And then I have Teapot Tuesdays on my Instagram. Uh, so every Tuesday I'll be showcasing uh, one of my unique teapots. I like to go to like farmer's markets and flea markets uh, and uh, find like the weirdest teapots. Like I have one that looks like a really scary rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I feel like the world needs to see these really weird teas <laughs> or teapots. So if you could follow me on Instagram, At uh, apothecary underscore teas. I'm also on Facebook at apothecary teas LLC. And my website is www.apothecaryteastore.com. And don't forget that all of three pack listeners get a 10% discount when they use their 3PAAC discount code. That's awesome. Excellent. Wonderful. So everybody go buy teas from Crystal. That's right.
2: Crystal, I do have one question for you. Does that 10% off work on the Tea of the Month Club?
0: I think it does actually. Yes. Yes, it does. Yep. There you go. Very there cool. you
1: go. Good to know. Yep. So make sure you go check out Apothecary Teas. Uh, and
0: apothecaryteastore.com. That's right. I was trying my best car voice there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you for joining us tonight and, and talking about your tea and why you do this and just and telling to, us that great story, about, us about, your great mom. story about your mom.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so awesome.
1: Yeah. So really yeah. validating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, thank you very much for having me.
1: So, but again, thank you to Crystal for joining us and Mm -hmm. just, it was so much fun learning about how she does things and what got her started. I really
3: liked, I I especially like, it was really cool to hear about the storytelling to blend process.
1: I like that. I do too, I'm and I I, into I think that's really cool. So that means tonight I'm going to go downstairs and drink some brew. Me Persephone's some Persephone's descent. That's right, because it has a whole new meaning now. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Join our tiger. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh gosh, join our tiger or driver with the music of Aqua Girl. Aqua Girl is an indie pop musician with a very chill, listenable symptom. Married to lyrics that are by turns hopeful and honest. All of Aqua Girl's tracks have their charms, but oh, thanks. I think I'm a part of you. An encouraging piece about reconnecting with parts of yourself. You can find Aqua Girl at aqua girl.bandcamp.com. Rocking
3: an oldie, but a goodie on the oh, low. I think
4: I'm part of you. I think we lost touch somewhere along the line And I really want to come back and spend some time with you
1: Was very good that it was focused on herbal teas Mm -hmm. because I think we all needed some herbal tea Mm -hmm. this week because of what happened on Tuesday. Because of what this week was. Yep, with Election Tuesday. And yes, we are going to talk politics for a couple of seconds.
2: So, for those of you all who don't want to listen to us talk politics,
1: Bye. You can you can you this is the end of the episode
2: for this is the you. <laughs> Maybe the end of listening to we, us. We,
3: we only have the one interview tonight, so we're just gonna little we're just gonna bibble babble and do another just like half a kitten trail
1: here. That half a kitten trail. No, well, seriously, the we have found out if you have listened to us for any yeah, length of time, of time yeah. we
3: haven't been subtle.
1: We are not subtle. You should know. We're liberals, we're very liberal, leftists, you might even say, very democrat. And yes, we support the President-Elect Biden, Vice President-Elect Harris. We uh, support their new administration that's coming in and and we, Trump and yeah, exactly right yeah <laughs> I've so, my stated position all four years of this mess yeah. so the, the so, funny
2: thing was we had Gwen posted an article about on,
1: Vice President Harris it's right a freaking phenomenal historical win for her mm-hmm. and for somebody po- and
2: somebody posted well now I found a reason to leave uh three-pack and
0: stop and, listening which, stop like, listening I'm
3: sorry did our protest episode not what well, that didn't do it for you? All the times we've talked about queer issues, that didn't do it for you. This, this <laughs>
2: this, this. is the hill that guy. This is the hill that person chose to die on. <laughs> chose to die. So it's but like, but what? they posted like they were leaving. A, if you want to leave our group, you don't have to fucking announce it. Just, just leave. Go? Yeah. yeah, we won't um, miss you. <laughs> but but I saw it probably three hours after it was posted, uh-huh. and the person was still there. <laughs>
1: So I, love I just yet.
2: so I just banned them. I'm like, uh, you know what? If you don't want to be here, go yes. fly, be free. Now like, I know
1: that sounds pretty harsh to y'all, and you know, but seriously, we try to maintain an understanding with the pride that you know, obviously, people of different belief systems, as far as you know, By Felicia says, Yeah, <laughs> people have different paths. They have different viewpoints. They have different politics but just know where our stance is coming from. Yeah. I just, I'm I'm baffled every time someone expresses like surprise or or
3: distress over our stated political positions, which we have held the
2: entire time. Or people say things like, oh, they've become too political. Then you didn't listen to episode right? number two yeah. you
1: were not paying attention yeah we've always been political in some way or another so uh, I'm sorry if this is offensive to any of you we do understand if you feel like you can't listen to the podcast anymore we wish you well um and we're not gonna stop but you but don't we're need not to gonna, it. like <laughs> you don't need to announce it you can just you go. can, you can <laughs> just go it's fine it's it's not gonna it not gonna hurt us we're just gonna be like okay goodbye goodbye. But we do love we do love diversity. We mm-hmm. do love people sharing their opinions, as so long as it's oh. not done in a manner that is hateful or hurtful.
2: Yes. To speaking, other listeners.
1: Speaking of diversity, Carr forwarded me an
3: article, probably a month or two ago now, that was about they've done some DNA studies oh, yeah. on Viking burials, and uh, the results are so good. And I just want everyone who's convinced that Vikings were like blondes. White, blue-eyed, six-foot-tall Ubermensch to get fucked
1: because they absolutely were not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we are genetically. Yeah, we are not Trump fans. We have never been Trump fans. We support our new president. So thrilled with this result.
3: This is why this last week has been a wash for us. Oh
1: God, we were so stressed watching this because it was too damn close, y'all. It was too fucking close. It was, yeah.
3: (laughs) But record turnout for the vote during the fucking pandemic. Yes, Yes. that was
1: amazing. We should, every American, regardless of your politics, we should all pat ourselves on the back for that because the turnout, whoever you voted for, was amazing. And we need to do this every time. Yep. And uh, if you're in Georgia. Please um,
2: get out and vote. Yeah,
1: the runoff
3: elections are are coming. In January. In January. So you have uh, runoff elections for Senate. Yeah, two of them. Two. two, two, yeah. So the Senate could still hypothetically flip since Georgia
1: went blue. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, I was so thrilled to see Georgia. We used to live in Georgia. Yes. Yeah. And yep. so I was so thrilled in Atlanta. Yep. And so uh, a, a shout out to Stacey Abrams who was mm-hmm. instrumental to that happening because she spent two years. Just, and,
3: and that was building on decades yes, of work that had been done before. Decade, her. You know, yep. She
1: just built upon that. I mean, so it was just amazing what they've done in Georgia. The best article I saw
2: on that, on mm-hmm. the Georgia Turning Blue was, that the district that really pushed it over the top mm-hmm. was John Lewis's district. Yep. Yes, that and brought you he, yeah, <laughs> like,
1: he didn't live to see it. No, but he got it there. No, he yep. got it there. That's why I love the memes that show uh, pictures of John Lewis mm-hmm. or um, you know others. John McCain. John McCain, sent, you know, for Arizona saying. We did it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did it. Just like, no, I did it. No, I did it. I
1: also want to
3: shout out, in particular, the Navajo Nation. The, yes. The SNAG really got out the vote. Mm-hmm. And indigenous people really pushed the vote really hard in a blue direction this election. They yes. And did. they deserve so much respect for that. And you know, for us to honor
1: our treaties. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And they expect Biden to honor that. Yes. And, he's,
3: yes. and this,
1: is, this is... We're going to keep his feet to the wire here. This is the
3: thing. The day we found out was Celebration Day. Yep. And now... It's forced Joe Biden to be a decent human being day
1: yeah, for really the next is,
3: four years. If you
1: listened to his acceptance speech or his, his victory speech, rather, it was, you know, he talked about the coalition that he brought together for his campaign, it included uh, liberals, conservatives, moderates, gay, straight, trans. It was everyone who didn't want Trump. Indigenous peoples. I mean, just disabled peoples. I mean, just he he represented America and he's promising that his cabinet will represent America as well.
3: And I want to point out that Joe Biden does not have a good record of doing that. Right. Joe Biden has fucked over a lot of people, African-Americans in particular, black people in particular, have been badly fucked over by Joe Biden. So during his administration, we have a responsibility to make sure to force he- him to be a good president, not just a non-Trump president. Exactly. But I
2: think the one thing that we have going for us with the Biden of today, and not yes. the Biden of the 70s, oh, yeah,
3: exactly, He's, and exactly. 80s,
2: is that he spent eight years in the White House with Obama. Barack Obama, Obama yeah. and I think that changed him significantly. I yeah. think it just too. listening to his speeches they they changed significantly from like 10 years ago to now yeah um so hopefully that's a change of heart and not change, a change yeah. of uh, rhetoric. rhetoric yeah
1: and i think it is a change of heart well, we'll I, think he's, <laughs> I think he's gone through a lot in recent years and uh, just throughout his life and he's right. definitely a man of compassion and this yeah. is
3: something it's important to remember because we hear on three things okay or at least i hear on three things again Uh, believe in restorative justice rather than retributive justice. Mm -hmm. People can change Mm -hmm. and they can grow and learn and become recommitted to their communities. So I 100% believe there is a path forward for even, you know, there is a path forward for people who voted for Trump. To
1: reach together with, we're all Americans. Exactly.
3: There is a path forward for the people who have the worst opinions and who have done the most harm. Mm -hmm. There is always a way forward if you're willing to take it and if you're willing to reach reconciliation with your victims. But you have to acknowledge that you have victims and take accountability and responsibility for your actions. And they don't owe you
1: forgiveness. And, and then you make you the make, choice. You do better moving forward. You make the choice. And that's also something he talked about in his acceptance speech, mm-hmm. making the choice to change. Yep. So I think that was important. But then I want to talk about this most historic part of this election mm-hmm. is... Kamala Harris as our new vice president. Yes. Who is yeah, amazing. I was reminded
3: the other day. So beautiful. it's not just uh our first female person of color, she's also South Asian. Yeah, Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: She is. <laughs> she's she's um, I believe half, it, Indian, half Indian and, and half, half Jamaican. Half, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. And so she, you know, her parents came over here as as immigrants, and she was born here mm-hmm. and she has a rich history that she brings to her to the office but she also has the hope of all these little Mm -hmm. girls (laughs) and women who can say yes a black woman is now our vice president
3: immediately after trump Yes. Yes. The most misogynistic president we may have ever had. Exactly. The most openly
1: misogynistic. Openly misogynistic. And the thing that I loved about her speech, too, was that, you know, we have shattered this glass ceiling Mm -hmm. as far as this office goes. More people, more women will come after me. All women are affected by this. How, you know, whoever you are. And I, I just think it's amazing. And we need to stop and pause just for a second A momentous occasion this is. Mm -hmm. This is historic.
2: And I think for that we have. Hillary to thank for the yes. 18 million. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know. And then the 26 million and then, after that. Yeah, she exactly. added yeah, yeah. with her with her uh campaign for president because she helped forge the way. So did mm-hmm. Sarah Palin before her, and so did um Geraldine Gerald, Ferraro. Geraldine Ferraro. And then there were women in the past. <laughs> you know, there uh, were cars uh,
3: laughing at uh, my face because I don't know who the hell Geraldine Ferraro is.
2: Geraldine Ferraro was vice presidential candidate with I want to say it was Walter Mondale. Yeah. Also never heard of. United. Yeah. yeah. And, way
1: uh, back in the like, uh, 70s, maybe? Late, or early. Uh, yeah, I think gotcha. it was 70s, Early 80s, I think. But. 78,
2: 80.
1: Ronna makes a good point. No American woman has ever broken a glass ceiling this high. That's true. But it has been cracked. It has yeah. been kicked at. This is the first time it's actually been broken. But yeah, so I'm just, I am thrilled that we have a woman in the vice president's office, that we have a second gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you know for our for the vice president's spouse yep. i
3: believe the first lady is a doctor like a, she's a like teacher a, okay she's
1: dr jill biden is a teacher and she's going to keep working yeah that's i think cool. that's the first time a first lady yeah, has, has kept her job has kept her job along with her duties as being as a, first lady a first lady and she's going to be wonderful she's a she's a, a great lady cool. and uh, i look forward to what she's planning to do yeah
2: crystal said when i was in seventh grade I was voted most likely to become president of the U.S. And my first thought as a little girl was women aren't presidents. And that made me sad.
1: Well, Crystal, yeah. we're closer. We're getting closer, honey. We are getting closer. We now have a, a woman who, as the vice president. So I think in a couple of years, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, eight years or so, hopefully not that long, we will have a woman as, as president. Or at least a competitive
3: race. If any, yeah.
1: A competitive race. Personally, I'd like to see her. Let's all face it. Joe is going to be a one term president he's, he's Probably, 78 yeah. 78, now. 78. Eight let
3: the man retire
1: let the man it. retire yeah. in four years but I think Kamala will do such a great job as a VP mm-hmm. I think she'd make a wonderful president following him yeah to run to as run the, as the next uh, candidate but yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves right exactly we let's, just have to let's, let's focus on the next four years let's focus on this time yeah and the healing the healing that mm-hmm. needs to happen
3: Biden did emphasize healing in healing. his
1: speech yeah and the other thing that I thought was amazing was all the people around the world that were celebrating nobody <laughs> around the world celebrated celebrates our elections like they did yesterday yeah yeah.
3: i mean american elections have a disproportionate effect on the rest of the world and that sucks
1: exactly exactly
3: it absolutely sucks that like people in other countries have to care who our president is Right. but unfortunately that's the current state of the world and I'm glad not just for us, but for everybody, for everybody. Yeah.
1: Well, and they were, you know, they were ringing the bells in Paris for the first time uh, on something other than a German holiday. They rang the freedom bell that was gifted to them when the, mm-hmm. when the Berlin, Berlin wall. wall came down, yeah. uh, Philadelphia gifted them with a bell that was like the, you know, fashioned after the Liberty bell, but they rang not
3: it. cracked, <laughs> Not
1: cracked. Yeah. They ring it on special occasions only. Gotcha. And so they rang it to celebrate the Biden Joe win. Biden and Kamala Harris winning this race. And so that was huge. That was huge. And the, and in India because of course her heritage mm-hmm. is, is in, India. includes yeah. Indian her the village where her grandfather was born and where her mother emigrated from Mm -hmm. uh they have been celebrating and they've got flowers and they've got the painting on the streets and stuff and the kind of like this is the village where Kamala Kamala Harris grandfather's from (laughs) her ancestry is is here not
3: even like a distant ancestry no and it's a
1: little village it's a little village in in India so they have a lot to be proud of and then I guess in uh somewhere in Ireland, whichever area his family's from, Joe Biden ancestry. Mm-hmm. So they were doing murals. Uh-huh. They did a big mural and then a big party. Rana says she was also raised by a scientist. So yes. we have
3: science back again. Go science. Yes, yeah, actually one was. Of, and one of Biden's first, one of his early speeches was like, So as soon as I'm inaugurated, we will have a new pandemic plan. That's right. With
1: experts. That's right. right. He's actually already been meeting with them. He's already been meeting with them. The problem is, and I was listening, I've been listening to CNN a Mm -hmm. lot this week. The problem, they say, is that with Trump not even being willing to to talk to Biden, a lot of the things that go on behind the scenes. For transfer of power. Transfer of power, transfer of information, things of that nature that are supposed to happen It's not happening, and they said even in 2000, between Bush and Gore, Gore and Bush were sharing information, right?
3: And that's just not happening. And it's
1: not happening in this White House, and that's wrong because it slows everything down. And but no uh, one's surprised. But no one's. We'll work around it. Yep.
3: Um, Ronna says, "I hope Dr. Biden gets to personally kick DeVos out of her office and select (laughs) her replacement." (laughs) Yes.
1: Oh my God! Not having Betsy DeVos as the person in charge of education. Oh, my God. It's just going to be amazing. My my mother will be so happy. So she's a 30-year yeah. veteran of education, and she's just been, for the last four years, just cringing yeah. at everything Betsy DeVos has done. So yeah. yeah. So uh,
3: good. Good progress was made this week, despite it being extremely stressful yes. for
1: everyone involved. But I do think it's important to note. You know, like I was part of the bind Trump uh, campaign, yeah. and I will continue to do that because it's his influence that is the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. It is his influence, and so that is what we are working to to hold. Yeah.
3: No one's going to take his Twitter away from him. Apparently,
1: no, so. <laughs> that is what we're working to hold. Uh, Although,
3: did y'all hear? God, who was it? It was a former White House staffer, Steve Bannon, I think. Yes. Was banned from Twitter. Yes. And yeah. YouTube. Because, yes, because he said that Trump should behead Fauci. And, and um, Biden.
1: And, and, and was B- it Biden. No, I think it was the head of the FBI. Or yeah. Something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And
2: put them on pikes outside uh-huh. of the- To yeah. warn
1: others against disloyalty. Yeah. Uh-huh. What the absolute fuck? I mean, he's gone around. If, you'd, if
3: you didn't know Steve Bannon was a nut job before-
1: He is, Absolutely just welcome to Rome. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, the bind Trump, if it's on Facebook, Mm -hmm. they're an open group. Feel free to keep participating. Feel free to keep participating. They're going to continue. They they're looking for different ways to do their focus. Laura Tempe Zakroff has wonderful sigils for, Mm -hmm. for election protection, Mm -hmm. which um, I've been burning a candle with that on there and doing that. Our our governor was almost kidnapped. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so just, you know, if you're doing any of those kind of spells, do continue with protecting the election, protecting Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and their families.
2: And now's also the time to keep up the blue wave. Because yes. We need these two senators in Georgia. Yes, we do. Yeah, it would be do.
1: very, uh, very good. Dear all of Georgia,
3: please we continue love you. being blue. Get those senators so that we can kick McConnell out of
1: the majority seat. And we support Georgia. We, yes, we do. We support I love Georgia. Georgia. We love Georgia. And I was just so thrilled to see them do, you know, make this turnaround. I I wanted to be there to celebrate with them. To be honest with you,
3: Georgia is where I where I was a child. But but we lived in Atlanta. But we lived in Atlanta when I was a kid. Yes, and I have like for a long time. I I may have mentioned this on the podcast even, even though I only lived there for a relatively brief period of time in my life. Five years. Yeah. I always felt like nostalgia about yeah. Georgia. Yeah. I see the Red Clan. I'm like, it's home.
1: <laughs> well, and uh, Georgia and Stone Mountain was specifically the mm-hmm. area we first lived in. That was where the story I've told about where I would stick my two little under five kids <laughs> mm-hmm. in a stroller, push them to the library that was about a half a mile away. And the beautiful librarians would take them for an hour so I could explore mm-hmm. the the bookshelves. And that's where I first found Ariadne's Thread, A Workbook of Goddess Magic. That was my first introduction to Wicca. So Stone Mountain, Georgia, Atlanta, has a place in our hearts. I jumped
3: on the rocks on Stone Mountain. Yep. That was not supposed to do. That's right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so yeah, we climbed up.
2: We climbed we, up Stone Mountain, and then I believe we took the train down. We took
3: down. the yeah, train down. Yes, yeah, we, we did. because yep. Once you climb up, you do not want to climb down. No, yes. but yeah. I have that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, so we're really we just we want to uplift Georgia and the voters there mm-hmm. who are gonna make this happen again yeah. for the Democratic senators yep. in January because I believe they can do it again. Yeah, they just got to keep that momentum. And
2: yeah. Warnock, who's running. Mm-hmm. Um, is the pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church, yes, he is. Um, which is a hugely influential Baptist church mm-hmm. in, in the Atlanta area. And he's a good guy. Yep. And then Ossoff, I believe, is the other one. Yeah,
1: I think that's um, right.
2: Who is uh, the Democrat that's running. So yeah. if you live in Georgia, those oh, are the two I would suggest also, voting for. Also,
3: across the, the House and the Senate, we had some really good wins, mm-hmm. not just in terms of Democrats, but we got and openly trans that's right. Senator, I think. Yep. Um because got some non binary senators. We got yep. some, some in indigenous house members, folks. we got some indigenous folks in there, we got some autistic folks in there. So The the spectrum is is expanding on who can
1: be in those jobs, which is is good representative of America. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's not just all white men. Like we were listening to Barbara Boxer today, who was talking about the historic win of Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. And um, she was saying when she was voted in, in the early eighties, she, they said, Oh, look at this. It's a, it's a white, it's a, it's the year of the woman because there were six out of uh, women or six or eight women out of 100 senators yeah yeah we, and she's like we won't have we need to get 50 in there they're and in around 20 right now yeah, yeah yeah, they're in
2: the 20s they're in the
1: 20s now we need to get 50 yeah. women in the senate and a couple of actually probably and 50, 50, 51 right. because there
2: are more women in the united states yeah, that's there right are men.
1: statistically yeah. yeah so we need to get some trans folk in there we need to get some non-binary folk in there. Mm-hmm uh and we need to get oh, a good like 50 50 50/50 split split
2: didn't we have a two-spirit person as well yes i
1: think, I think so we but, yeah. but was it to the or, u.s or to a state to a i don't state. remember i don't well, remember but somewhere somehow anyway uh, there were a lot of good wins a lot of good yeah. wins so this has been a great election mm-hmm. a great turnout but so we gotta been, keep
3: that we gotta keep that momentum keep going. that
1: momentum going and so yeah so if you so are celebrate the wins and then go back if you're doing the if you're doing the magic, mm-hmm. then keep doing the magic to up. support this. Um, and then also my friend Martha Kirby Capo from uh, the the Corner Crone on Patheos Pagan. She wrote a really beautiful article about healing after the election. How because there's a big division not just in the country but it's representative in the pagan community. Mm-hmm. Because as Jason has let us know in the pagan community who we tend to think, oh, it's gotta be liberal, which it's is not. It's not, There's. it's probably a 30 to 70 uh, percentage. There's there about, are
3: some sectors that are more conservative than yeah, others. The heathens but tend
1: to be very conservative. very conservative. But they're saying on, he says, of, of the people that he's experienced, mm-hmm. he'd put it at about 30% conservative to 70% liberal within the pagan community that he's aware of. Yeah. Right. We do need to be able to, to get along with these people. It is very hard when these people support trump because he is just such an odious man and he good word thank you
3: odious yeah and he you know he hurts never personally smelled him but i'm i'm confident it's accurate
1: (laughs) and he you know his policies hurt the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. he hurts women he hurts indigenous people he hurts People of color, he, he, Latinx, yeah, uh you know, it, it, so many people have been wounded by him. If you're not sure about that, go watch Van Jones' reaction to yeah. this election. Let me just
2: say too, though, is that he hurts white, white men people. too yes. because then everybody expects us to be like fucking mm-hmm. Trump yeah. and a lot of us aren't. Yeah. So it's the
3: same, it's the same time. It's, it's, it's the toxic. same way toxic masculinity hurts men right. as much as it hurts anybody else.
2: Yeah.
1: Four years. It's been a relentless cavalcade of damage. Yeah. A, a cavalcade of damage of attacking people, constant Twitter barrages nonsense. and nonsense and lies. But we also need to be able to heal within our communities yeah. right. as well, because as our new president has said we're all Americans. One more thing to say because we're about that wrap up time. Yeah, yep. Uh, but yep. one more thing I have to say
2: is for our listeners who are from other countries, mm-hmm. yes. We're really sorry for the last four um, years. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, we and, appreciate
1: you hanging out, yeah, hanging, hanging with us, with us during yeah. that
2: four years. Your prayers, and, your
1: energy, your um, candles, your spells. Uh-huh.
2: We will hopefully be better in the future. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, we do hope to bring kindness. I saw that somebody said, let's bring kindness back to America. Right.
3: 2020's yeah. been so shitty. It's been we've got to do year. better in 2021, you guys. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, we yeah. have got to do better. And so let's make kindness part of what we do. Yeah. So this is going to be our one and only for right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Trump episode. Um, but go drink some some soothing tea. Go get some soothing tea from, from <laughs> or some alcohol or some alcohol. Right. Put some alcohol in the tea. Right.
2: Yeah, make a hot toddy uh-huh.
1: and just take a breath because tomorrow we need to get back to work. yeah, yep. Yep. and do we need to do the work? Join our,
2: Tiger Ke- no. Join our Tiger Kelly on a visit to Tree Wizard Creations, where you can find custom engraved creations for all paths. They offer unique gifts and tools for altar, home, practice, and family. In addition to their standard range of products, they offer custom commissions. If you can dream it, the wizard will create it. Contact them at Tree wizardcreations at gmail.com that's t-r-e-e-w-y-z-a-r-d creations at gmail.com or follow them on facebook or you can find them online at treewizardcreations.com all right all right so that's it for this episode a special thanks goes out to crystal of apothecary tees because uh <laughs> i'm not gonna say the last name <laughs> uh, <laughs> for joining us and talking about apothecary teas. And uh, episode title suggested by Crystal just now is Apothecary Teas and Fuck Tom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh,
2: if uh, you want to find out more about us, mm-hmm. you can find us on f- uh, just, just just Google, Google. us. Google. Yeah, Google three, the number three. You Pagans know how it is.
1: Come visit me over on Patheos Pagan at mm-hmm. the Three Pagans at a Cat blog. I am trying to get at least one uh, blog up every per, week, every week, but mm-hmm. I've been a little bit more. Um, motivated recently so we've gotten two or three a week now <laughs> but, <laughs> but come visit me there and i
3: think that's it yeah that's it. everywhere right. we're on
1: all the social media on all stuff. the stuff yeah. so us, you google know. it
3: and then go click all the links on the first three pages and that'll all be
1: us probably yeah but anyway we wanted to say that we love you we thank you for your support hanging with us even if you don't like our politics mm-hmm. and uh just be safe and have a good week y'all
2: yeah Vincent. said What the fuck? We said Google it. Hit the damn
1: button. (laughs) (laughs) Finn, you're so pushy.